Damien Cohen Studios in Spitzel, Honomara. And I'm in the company of Charlie Lennon. I first heard you playing on a Waterboys album because I'm of that time. I, um, I grew up in, in Klonski in Dublin and I grew up in an Irish-speaking family and um, also a traditionally-minded family, I suppose, a, a, a Gaelic-type family. And um, I learned the whistle and uh, piano was my mother's instrument and my grandfather's instrument and he came from Galway. But um, I suppose... My band, I started a band in, in 1980, or, yeah, became part of a band in 1986, and we were on the go through the 80s and 90s, and a certain band called the Waterboys made an album, and I was very interested in this particular outfit at the time. And a, their second album that I heard, they, they'd made a few before that, was a, an album called Fisherman's Blues, and there's a beautiful slow reel on that album, and it goes with a song called When You Go Away. And um, that was the first I'd heard in, in my limited uh, knowledge of the living musicians of our of the time was the first time I heard of, of you, Charlie. And um, and but had great pleasure of meeting you a number of times ever since. And uh, I have a, a great memory. In the one day I met two people living in Spitzale and both... And I remember asking you, how are you enjoying living in Spittle? And I've never seen a face light up the way yours did. And your eyes just kind of went into a, into a distance, you know. And then we've had tunes together in C. Hughes and you've lived a life of music. You've lived a life through music. Yes, indeed. It was in my house. It was very much uh, um, a Kalian house, as we called it. Mm. Uh, and so... Musicians came, my father would have a welcome for them and would ask them to have sit down and chat and so on. And at some stage then, at an appropriate time, yes. he would say, would you like to give us a tune or whatever. Yeah. That was in Kilty Clahar, which is in North Leitrim, and it's right on the border with Fermanham. Okay. Mm. And we're not too far from Cavan, maybe 12 miles, was about... 10 miles from Donegal, mm. maybe 10 miles from Sligo, it's a confluence, if you like. Yes. So my father played the fiddle, not, not for well and only occasionally, but he was mm. fond of uh, music. He had an appetite for it, yeah. And he loved to sing and he loved, uh -huh. loved ballads. Aha. Uh -huh. It be ballads in English that we would have. There were four, four brothers. Okay. I was kind of a late arrival, so I was kind of almost like a separate entity yes. from them. Yeah. yeah. And we weren't really supposed to be interested in music in the summertime because oh, there was too work. much farmer work. Yes. And it was a very important time. Yeah. And lots of days Feed. to get ready for the next winter. My mother then was very musical. Uh, I played the piano. She sang, she danced. She was an entertainer, if you like. She loved the stage. Um, mm. She was in the local uh, drama group. Mm -hmm. And she was very natural yes. on stage, good at, at accents, uh -huh. good at picking up... Yeah, nuances. And uh, so she could take people off very yeah. easily. So she would be around the kitchen, she would be dancing on 
so on. And she taught us all to dance the, the waltz when we were about 13, 14. Very good. Because you had to be able to mix in society, and if you couldn't dance that time, yeah. you really weren't part of society, you know? Yeah, yeah. I remember myself going, like a city boy, as I was saying, um, going down to the Gaeltacht for me was like plugging into the Almighty. And Kayleigh's were so great because it's exactly that. You get a chance to have a certain intimacy is probably too strong a word for it, but, you know, engagement yeah. with with other people and particularly the opposite sex yeah. or the necessary sex. Or, yeah. but. So um, that was the background. And then musicians would come and they would stay for the night. And mm. who was, the fiddle was the main instrument in the area. Yeah. There was a fiddle in a lot of, most houses. Okay. And in our house, there was one hanging on the brace. Yeah, ready. Yeah, and I remember one man coming from Fermanagh, Delaine and Fermanagh, and he was a well-known fiddler, a lovely, quiet man. And uh, so he called in and my father was chatting him and we were having a long chat about everything. Because mm -hmm. everybody knew everybody, you know, within a radius of maybe 10 miles. Yes. And the, the, the stories and background, so they could converse. Could get straight into things, yeah. yeah, with that knowledge of ancestry exactly. and, and the background was there. I know who you are, yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. So anyhow, maybe after a while chatting, my father said, "What well, would you give us a tune?" You see, mm -hmm. oh, I, I, well, well yeah. yeah. He took the fiddle down, started up playing, and he played a few tunes. And then we would also know the repertoire of all the musicians. What were their tunes? What did they play? Yes, my father their knew favorites. that um, he played tunes called Master Crowley's Reels. Oh, yeah. And um, he said, um, "Would you give us um, give us a Master Crowley's there?" Oh, he says, uh, "I couldn't do that, Jim. No, no I couldn't <laughs> do that. Oh, oh, you know, she goes to the bass, you know." So <laughs> she goes to the bass. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so my father only had three strings. Ah. <laughs> Gentle, gently put. <laughs> the lower string basically was not there. Because oh. in those days it wasn't used. I see. Really, yeah. All the tunes were, were there. Up. Okay. So what is the note? The, the bass note is G. the G, and then there's a D. D. D, yeah. So from D up then. It's you see, because that's with the pipes and the flute and the whistle and all that, all that they D. only go as far as D. It don't go any lower than yeah. that. So. Turn of phrase is, is a wonderful thing. And, and you've inherited your mother's touch in, in, in capturing an accent. And accents and styles, traditional styles and accents in this country, some know so much about it and some, and some know so little about it. Different generations, obviously the styles would be more pronounced and... Yeah, it was like... Um, I, I, I was fascinated always with, with style, with... Uh, the speed, regional, the, yeah, mm. and it's not just regional, it's every mm. every 10 miles or something yeah. like, yeah. and the words that they use that we wouldn't use. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. Because we had very cute ear and everybody treasured words and... and yes. Uh, uh, stories had to be told verbatim, if you like. To, mm. to, to, there shouldn't be no loss of fidelity as you passed yes. along. Yes, okay. Um, so I see that accents in, in language and accents in music are much the same in terms of, you know... Subtle differences. Yeah. And, yeah My yeah. first, I suppose, direct knowledge of music would have been 
when I was maybe three, mm. and um, my I was fast asleep, and my brother Ben came up and lifted me up and brought me down mm. because the mummers had arrived in the kitchen. Okay. But with the mummers was a what turned out to be a very famous fiddler. He was only 13 at that time. John Gordon was his name. John Gordon. And he was magic. The music he made was just magic. Yeah. So Ben wanted me, and I think maybe my father, maybe also. Yes, get the wee boy down. Just to feel it. Mm. So um, I think the next thing that struck me with music was in the start of the winter, maybe November, and I was six at the time and I was given a basket and to go out and collect the turf to bring in for the night from the t- turf shed which was across the yard from where we were and when I was filling the basket I heard this 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 music and it was sort of a frosty evening just getting dark and the air was very still and this music kind of floated across from the kitchen and I just kind of froze and listened. So it was my brother Ben practicing, because he was learning tunes at the time. And I said to myself, I'd like to play, I'd like to try that instrument now. Mm-hmm. So I didn't dare go near it because you weren't allowed to touch an instrument until you knew how to hold it handle and how to handle it and so on. Uh, because you could be, you could let it fall, or you would hit it, or you wouldn't have a, a yeah. sense of the how important it was. Yeah. 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 So I had to figure that one out, <clears throat> which was difficult to learn fiddle when mm, you can't yeah. touch it, but you can, <laughs> you can watch. Yeah. yeah. So you learn to watch. Yeah. Yeah. And then I had the um, opportunity one day that everybody was gone off different directions, and I was there, and I knew the fiddle was in over in the case in the room. So I stealthed in, went in to take it out and look at it. And I knew that the bow hand had to be on this side. Yeah. And the, this was the fiddle side. And then I put it up. And of course, it was a full-size fiddle. Oh, yeah. And I was six. Yeah. And I said, well, now, how do you make the sound? I know you put the bow on the strings. Mm-hmm. So I put the bow on the third string as it happened. Mm-hmm. And I pulled it. And then I did it again, and then I started to work my way. I had a tune in my head when I recited for Smiley. Wow. So I played it like a trombone oh, on yeah. the one string. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. I thought that you had to, had to exhaust that string before you went over to the next string. Logic, yes. I remember thinking that way myself. Yeah. Yeah, so that was the start. Amazing, amazing. If you're enjoying this podcast, why not subscribe to Senior Times, the magazine and website for people who don't act their age. Or maybe you have a loved one or a friend who you know would love to read more. You can buy a subscription and have the magazine delivered direct to their door. To subscribe to Senior Times, visit the website at seniortimes.ie and like us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash senior times. Your free travel card can be used on all Expressway coach services. Despite restrictions, we're staying on the road. Whether you need to attend a medical appointment or for any other essential journey, remember to travel with Expressway. 
Expressway. Keeping Ireland connected. Here's your chance to win a new Doro 7030 feature phone with access to WhatsApp and Facebook. Designed specifically for seniors and available to buy in Vodafone stores or online. Doro are market leaders in creating phones with clearer sound and larger text. One that's protected if it falls or can alert others if you do and makes staying in touch with family and friends simple and enjoyable. At Doro, they are dedicated to helping seniors live a better life without compromise. Doro helped to make ageing an independent, secure and rich part of life. As you know, age is just a number. All you need to do to win a newly launched Doro 7030 handset is go to the website www.seniortimes.ie and follow the instructions. To see the full range of Doro phones, visit www.doro.com. The lucky winner will be announced on the Senior Times Facebook page. Doro Phones, making technology easy for all. Say hello to our Premium Plus e-paper bundle, the interactive replica edition of the Irish Independent, Sunday Independent and The Hurled. Every paper, every day, delivered to your tablet, phone or desktop for less than €3.50 per week. Subscribe at independent.ie. Up close and independent. That expression in your face as you, you were describing hearing the music is not unlike the expression that I described earlier on when you mentioned being here in right. hospital. Yeah. And you're here how long? 22 uh, years now. 22 years, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I met my wife at the Fla in Clonus. Uh-huh. Two years later, we, we got married and we had our first child in Liverpool, Sean. And then we, I, I was studying in the university at the time, so we, I got a job then. And we wanted to come back to Ireland, but we thought we'd leave it for a little while. Uh, but and an opportunity came up, so we came back to Ireland in 69. Mm-hmm. And uh, we came back to Dublin, which was a very lively city mm. for Irish that music. Time, yeah. Very full Exploding, of... Exploding, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. In all directions. Yes, yes. So um, it, was, it was really around that time that I started to compose in a, in a serious way. Mm-hmm. Um, was there a regular... I, the Piper's Club, and there were places in there Dublin. There were loads of places, yeah. yeah. There was the Piper's Club, yeah. That was a regular weekend, I think it was a Saturday night. Mm-hmm. There was... Um, Dunhouse was a meeting place. Okay. And Dunhouse, you would have, could have a tune there as well. Yeah. Because there was t- two lads that sat in the in the window if you go into the race in Dunhouse. Yeah. Every Saturday night they played there, John Kelly... Joe Ryan, mm-hmm. and the place would be full, you know. And um, a lot of them would be musicians, and we would decide amongst us then where we were going to go for the session. Mm-hmm. Uh, or that somebody would have a tip-off that was going to be the, somebody something on here or whatever, yeah. Mm. And that was the starting point then for the evening. Great, great. So, yeah, it was good times. So I'll go back to the to the Water Boys. What yes. was what was that like? As as somebody, how, did you know who these people were? What sort of noise were they making? What sort of disturbance were they causing? I mean, I was really taken by Mike Scott's 
turn of phrase in, in his earlier albums, really taken by a certain directness that he had and a, almost like a prophetic passion that he had in the way he delivered. And I really, really, it changed my direction as a, as a rock and roll um, musician to a degree. I was very much into the soul and gospel and blues style. And suddenly I heard this guy who was kind of tapping in more into the European Eurocentric voice. And also the punk energy was something that was quite, was quite close to my heart as a, as a teenager. I loved that anger. And, and again, that came indirectly from Connemara because Olidzion, you know, John Lee Lydon was, was an Olidzion and his father was a Connemara man who lived in London. And... Johnny came up with this kind of ang anger of not no, not belonging here and not belonging in, in, yeah. in England. And the punk movement shook the foundations of Babylon, mm -hmm. if to coin a phrase, you mm -hmm. know. It, 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 it shook the, the, the music business. And it kind of came from, it came from something close to home. And so the water boys are arriving into, yeah. into Spittle. Yeah, that, that was uh, it was an unusual event, I suppose. Although in Spittle and in Connemara, you know, we kind of go with the flow, and we, yeah, you know, we accept everybody for what happened to be. I got that, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah from my. So actually, Sean had met him, I think maybe here in Galway. Sean was at college here, mm -hmm. and then I met him in Dublin uh -huh. um, in um, House again, mm. and um, he was coming down here, so. I met him then down here and the, ga the gang, and uh, we kind of got to know each other. Uh, I knew the, the engineer that was doing it at the time. John Dunford. John Dunford, yeah. So it wound up anyhow that uh, one day he came to me to say they had a song and they wanted to fill it out with something, uh, and they thought it would be nice to have a, a fiddle solo. Mm -hmm. And... Um, uh, of course, they had a fiddle in the band anyhow. Yeah. With Steve. Yeah. Uh, we came and so what they decided was they would ask, they'd have three fiddlers that would do their own thing. Okay. And then pick whatever one they thought, whether they liked best or yeah. fitted best, or whatever. Yeah. So it was Frankie Gavin, it was Steve, oh, and it was myself. Goodness. They were all had done at different times and so okay. on. Okay. So what they did was they gave me um, a little cassette player and a uh, headphones, yeah, and they sent me off. So off I went down to the beach, and I started walking up and down, and I started listening to this mm. song and trying to get a feel for it. Mm. And I suppose I spent maybe two hours, uh, no instrument or anything, just yes. absorbing it and what was happening and who the backing was like and where it was going or not going or whatever, yeah. Yeah. and just the mood of it and all of that. Yeah, and then I went. I went back then to the <clears throat> Lord Killallan's house, which is where they were, okay. and uh, stayed there until they were ready, and then they gave me a shout and said, come on in. So they played it for me a couple of times, and then I started to play with it. Mm -hmm. And I had a kind of a concept in my mind, all right, at that stage. Yeah. So I just played with it a couple of times, and they said, right, what's your... Let's, let's just have a go. Yeah. So yeah. Um, uh, off we went and I played it once and then I stopped and I said, oh, we want more of that. 
Um, oh, we'll, we'll fit it in. I didn't realise they were thinking of at the end or whatever. Yeah. The setting of it is strange. It's not a regular eight bars or yes. 12 or yes. 14 or whatever. There's machines, yeah. Yeah, and, and it goes with the words and with the story yeah. and all of that. Pauses and, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Um, so um, then I realised, oh, they're going to do it for real. So mm. <laughs> I, I didn't let it... I didn't let it influence me any, any more than I had been before. So anyway, we put it down and we, um, it only took us half an hour or something like that, yeah. you know. Yeah. And that was it. Yeah. And of course, I'd never heard nothing about it after that then. Yeah. I think until the album came out, maybe. Probably, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And um, my son, Donald, the second son, had great respect for me when he saw this album mm. in the in Dublin on in, in the gold discs yes. on one of those places, yeah, yeah. and that I was on that album there. Yeah. So I had a kind of a, there was a new new reverence, reverence. for the old fella. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, amazing! It's beautiful. I mean, it's um, I'll play it. Beautiful song. I, I loved it. Just the, the simplicity of it. Yes, that's what I. That's what I really liked. Yeah, um, I know Morris Lennon, who's my nephew. Yes, was in the Stockton's wing. Yeah, he was describing that we're driving to Belfast to do a gig, and I had the radio on, and then the next thing, this song came on. Okay. And then then this fiddle came on, and then Morris said, "That's my uncle." <laughs> Amazing. I mean, somebody removed from 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 the culture and even from the country would be astounded at that really yeah, yeah. but yet it, as you say that like a dialect it's like somebody's vo somebody's fiddle style is like their voice it's like recognizing somebody's voice how beautiful is that and so he didn't know he didn't know you had I done this no how must have been a beautiful feeling for him to hear yeah. his uncle yeah so then he told me, he asked me mm. would he do a couple of gigs with him when they were releasing the album. So okay. I had one at Salt Hill here. Oh, ah, yeah. And, uh, and, we had, and my son, Sean, was then on stage. Uh, so I did that one, and then I did a couple in Dublin and Dunleary out there. Yeah. And then he was talking about going to Cork and this and that, and I said, no, sorry. I <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Draw the line. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, it just happened. I, I mean, I had shared all kinds of music in my younger days. So, I mean, jazz was something that I was very interested in. Yes, okay. So and you were you were no stranger to no. feeling out. No, yeah. I wasn't. Yeah. And then the sort of the more pop, the 40s and the 50s, and then the, you know, all of that evolution that happened. Um, I was close to it. So this, yes. wasn't, this wasn't a huge step. Yeah. In fact, it was a step back again because it was a more like a ballad, you know? Yeah, yeah. So it, it was natural enough to me in that way. I'm not on that album, but I'm on. I'm in the tapes. I'm in the cutting room floor somewhere, you know? Yeah. I think everyone, yeah. everyone who played music yeah. in Dublin was in there. Sure. They were hugely influenced by being in Ireland. I, I noticed yeah. that. And, yeah, and yeah. he loved to hear. And yeah. Because everybody talked to him. Yeah. And he could wander around. Dan and started up here, didn't they? They did. They did, in Hughes's, yeah. yeah. Oh, they were a great band. Yeah. They, they were very exciting. 
Yeah. I remember it was sometime around the mid mid-70s, I think. Yeah. And uh, the, the line-up that time was different to the, what followed, but yeah. the, that first album was, was great. Yeah. Johnny Moynihan. He was with them, yeah. And uh, Charlie Pickett was with Charlie, them. Charlie, yeah. Yeah, and there was, there was no boxing in the, in the group. Ah, was there not? No. Okay. But Alec then was so... so Alec just has... Tremendous... Uh, a touch, yeah. Yeah. It's, I suppose, and he's an artist. He's a visual artist. That's right. He was a visual artist yeah, too, yeah. yeah. He was, yeah. You can, you can see all of those qualities in his playing, can't you? The yeah. buoyancy. Yeah. I remember being at a party, Ronnie Wood's party in London. Yeah. We got invited, you know, and... Right. Uh, very colourful, everyone was in fancy dress and but and Day Donnan, as they were at that stage, yeah. were there. I think it was just Alec and and Frankie yeah. at that stage. Yeah. And then Cullum Cullum Murphy, Murphy and yeah. another artist. Yeah, yeah. Would you would you play us take the fiddle off the off the hook? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> How many strings do you need? Oh you choose. Um, <laughs> and if you want to maybe use power on it. Okay. After hearing it a couple of times, you could try it out yeah, on that. Yeah. Should be nice as well, you know? Yeah. Thank you. 
I, I seem to notice Fermanagh seems to have a lot of songs, seems to have a place that, from which a lot of songs came. Yeah. And it, um, it has its own tradition, you know. Mm. But, yeah, my, my father used to love to sing Flowers yes. of Reach, Ban, or mm-hmm. I would play them Mary, uh, Brady, the Bard of Armagh, yes. or... Um, and he loved Paddy Tunney. Paddy Tunney, yeah. But, uh, yeah, it has good tradition, and um, even to this day, songs were very important. Yeah. Even at the session, the song was important. Unusual melodies, too, from very, up that way. Very, very, yeah. Outrageous, some of them. Yeah, that was a strong tradition of singing, yeah. Yeah, we're so lucky in Ireland, aren't we? We're so rich in so many layer ways. Layer upon layer. Oh, and the humour that's there. Yeah, yeah. And, it's, and nobody understands it, of course. <laughs> Which is the beauty of it. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a strange mixture of... English and Irish. And, yes. And then and round home, there's still old, very old Irish, or uh, old English. English. Yes. Kind of come back to like the Elizabethan times. Yeah. 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 And we still use, like, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Is it all right, you know? Yeah. Ponderous uh, type of. Um, yeah. And, and, and um, little way, phrases and little yeah. ways of doing things, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I remember a story, well, Francis John. McGovern was a great man for stories and he lived in the village and he'd come over to our house and himself and my father would chat loads of stories and I'd be sitting by the fire as a little kid listening to all this, you know. Mm-hmm. But um, Francis John was a musician as well as he played the whistle mm-hmm. and he played the, the fiddle and I loved it that he, he kept the bow straight but he turned the fiddle in order to get to the string Stein. he wanted, you know. Yeah. <laughs> That's I a st- it down here. Oh, that's a style, yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. But at that time, tunes were scarce and they weren't written, well, you, you wouldn't be able to read them even if they were written down, but yeah. you had to learn them one by one and over a period of time. And use your memory. And uh, the memory then was you'd only hear it, you know, once. Yes. And that was the problem. Uh, there was a man over in Flananduff, which is five miles away. Mm. We heard that he had this reel. And they were discussing, who will we send to get the reel? Yeah. Oh, it is not, er- it is not everyone you could send in an errand like that, he says. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. supposed to pick it up and bring it home, which, you know. Again, you know, the currency of music, the... I was in West Africa at a festival in the desert, mm. and two, two girls, Dervaletli and Vanessa Gilday, and they were making this film, and myself and Paddy Keenan... Right. We're together. We were just two two Irish fellas with different experiences and similar experiences in music. And Paddy with his his travelling culture as well. There's a huge amount of travelling culture in Africa. You know, right. a lot of the people are, are nomadic. Yeah. And you could see Paddy, his antennae tuning into to the hierarchy very clearly and in, instantly. He brought clothes over at one stage and he knew... There was a camp, and he walked through the camp as though he knew it, you know, and he, he, knew, he knew who to go to, the head woman, like he... There was just something I noticed, and... Um, but I also just made, made a note to myself of, like, music, and, you know, in a place where, there's, where water is a big deal to go and get water, it's... And why would you be playing music? Mm. But they do, you know, and we do, as human beings, we are driven to to make music yeah. and to go down 
and find your man who has a tune and spend the time with them and take it back. Oh, it's, um, I remember I used to, we used to go to Lanzarote for a holiday mm. and there was a, a man there who played guitar and lots of other Moroccan instruments. Mm. And he had Moroccan tunes. Mm. And I, I got fr very friendly with him and he'd talk about going over there to a festival yes. and uh, have all the influences around. Yes. And he, he played some small instruments from there. Yeah. And uh, and then I started playing with him and then the two of us used to really? meet and he'd pick me up and we'd go somewhere and he, he knew everybody on the island, the locals. Uh, very musical, lovely voice. And then he'd trip over across to Argentina or various places like that, or Mexico, or whatever, and he was known there. Yeah. Uh, he had great knowledge of, you know, of their own music. I mean, it's it's been discussed and and recorded many times by Bob Quinn and Uriada talked a lot yeah. about our, our, our connections, and yeah. our, especially just musical connections to start with, anyway. That's right, but you can hear it yourself when you, if, if you go in, even down to southern Russia and all those yes. countries that are along there. Yeah. Um, and all the way to India, of course. Yes. You know, so there's that streak there and um, the same with language that, yeah. you know, the roots. The, the roots are there, yeah. And the, the Celts mm -hmm. there were southern Europe, Mediterranean people, yeah. and we are Mediterranean people in spirit and in, in, yes. in uh, ways of living, but uh, it's fascinating. People people dwell on the fact that things moved with people and travel, but every people have their creation myths and their origin stories, yeah, like the Hopi Indians in, in the Hopi natives in, yeah. in America, they, they were ants first, you know, and, and it's like, these are intelligent people, so yes. this isn't just a fairy tale. This no. is this has meaning and substance exactly. and relevance. And reverence. And, and Above all, yes. And I kind of think, I think we come from some of that kind of metal as well. And so sometimes when there are nuances in music that sound just like somewhere else, that it's not about travel, it's about whatever vibration was coming from the ancestry and from the earth and from the wind and, for, you know, yeah. the elements, how the elements moulded the way we spoke or the way we... Yeah, the, the prompts are there as to whether we can hear them or not. Is the issue. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Open to it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. I I adore traveling and I love looking for the native. I, I, I like to get inside the skin of the. Yeah. You know, if if you're taken as a tourist, you you see nothing and hear nothing. You know nothing about the country. Yeah. You take a picture. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and that's no good to you. And your identity is is that also your. But uh, there's all there's also behind all of that there's the real people. The real. And there's, through music, you can get into there. You can. And I've done it. Uh, yeah. You know, it's great. It's so great. And we, since the beginning of time, I think musicians have sat with the richer than rich and the poorest of poor without, yeah. without dif making a differentiation, yeah. really. Yeah. And because to take them for what they are. Yeah. And the moment for what it is. Yeah. Exactly. Well, Kiltor, you see. That's yeah, exactly. Yeah. Padre Rida was talking about on his program last night, on Radio Nagaeltachta, he was talking about. Just the fact that there may be more sessions in the houses again now. Yeah, that's where it started with me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, and it would be nice to see that happening. And I'm sure it is happening. And I was talking to Sheila and Barry about that too, that mm -hmm. we'd, we'd, we'd start doing that, you sure. know. And yeah. Pather was fantastic, the, the eternal teacher, you know. He was saying, you know, you might, you, might, uh, you might find two jigs that could play on top of each other, you know, at the same time. Like, and like um, his dad, I, I love the... And you know the way he puts the other slip jig underneath it? Yes. Da, 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 that's just... Yeah. Yeah. I, hadn't, I haven't heard it done since, or have I? I don't think so, but... No, that was... That was beautiful. It was, yeah. yeah. It was well done, that's on, the, on their album, yeah. That live album. Yeah. That's that was, my... That's my mecca. That's Bill Sigeti. I like to think that people were being recircuited to their own culture that night. Mm. That there's something, you know, something came into the building that night and nobody left the same as they came in. No. And certainly I wouldn't be here and I wouldn't be anywhere if it wasn't for that album, to be honest, really. I don't know where I'd be, but it... The tunes found their way into me. Real War, Vaila Khala was the was the big one with the Yolchi, the Yolchi, the Yolchi. And that was the hook. That That's right. Play that one again. And then more and more and driving around Kirk Arena listening to that till the tapes ran out and they slowed down and oh. all those songs, yeah. Say hello to Independent Weekend Home Delivery. Save up to 40% with the Irish Independent and Sunday Independent delivered to your door every weekend. Plus, enjoy premium access to independent.ie and read our interactive e-paper edition all week long. All from just €5 Euro per week. Search for Independent Home Delivery now. Here's your chance to win a new Doro 7030 feature phone with access to WhatsApp and Facebook. Designed specifically for seniors and available to buy in Vodafone stores or online. Doro are market leaders in creating phones with clearer sound and larger text. One that's protected if it falls or can alert others if you do and makes staying in touch with family and friends simple and enjoyable. At Doro, they are dedicated to helping seniors live a better life without compromise. Doro help to make ageing an independent, secure and rich part of life. As you know, age is just a number. All you need to do to win a newly launched Doro 7030 handset is go to the website www.seniortimes.ie and follow the instructions. To see the full range of Doro phones, visit www.doro.com. The lucky winner will be announced on the Senior Times Facebook page. Doro Phones, making technology easy for all. Your free travel card can be used on all Expressway coach services. Despite restrictions, we're staying on the road. Whether you need to attend a medical appointment or for any other essential journey, remember to travel with Expressway. Expressway. Keeping Ireland connected. Do you know Unrotuera Garig? Yeah. I sing it. Yeah. Would you join me? Mm-hmm.
Thank you. Great fun. Yes, thank you so much.